Welcome to 24 Karat Conversations with Phyllis and Rhonda, where two best friends decided to start a podcast on real women, real friendships, and real issues. Our mission Bible verse is Job 23.10. Yet he knows the way I have taken, and when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. We want to encourage, inspire, and offer hope in a world where life can seem to be unrealistic. Be a support for you to cheer you on as a wife, mother, daughter, sister, and friend. Most of all, you get to relax and laugh with us about all things women. Plus, we like all things sparkly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Hello, 24 Carat Tribe. We are super excited today. We have a guest on our show. Her name is Taylor J. I met her at a, a women entrepreneur event She walked in, she just commanded presence. I adored her and I asked her to be on the podcast and she agreed. So, yay! (laughs) yay. So, we're super excited. (laughs) Say hi, Taylor. Absolutely. So we are so excited to um, have you share your story today. So I kind of want you to go from the beginning a little bit because um, I feel like that will just kind of place everything in the right order as far as, you know, where you came from and where you are today. So can you share a little bit about that with with our team today, our tribe today? Yeah, let me try to make it the the short, long version. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, okay, so me, myself, I'm Taylor. Um, I'm born in San Francisco. Um, I was raised um, Seventh-day Adventist, so we came from a pretty um, Christian, uh, strict household, vegetarians, went to private schools, the whole nine. Um, and so that there's like three different parts of my life, and that's just like one the beginning. Um, and then um, later on when things happened, my parents separated, um, and my mom kind of fell victim to like a really bad relationship but she kind of left um my siblings and I and we kind of all split up in different um areas some of us um uh, my brother he was in trouble so he you know went away and then myself I was uh living with one of my cousins and um unfortunately I became a victim of uh sexual abuse mm-hmm. in that household and um that was a result of me um becoming pregnant and having um my daughter um when I was a 14 years old, and so um, around that time, right at that moment, um, it was I was secretly pregnant, so nobody knew I was pregnant, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> until I went to labor, literally. Ugh. I was really small, too. I was probably like 80 pounds, like yeah, that's, literally, that's barely crazy. even that. So and it's probably so, easy to yeah, hide it at that so. age, too, right? Just wear baggy sweatshirts oh, yeah, and like stuff. Oh, yeah, I was like so small. Yeah. Yeah, and it was crazy because I was like not sick at all. And so uh, when I went to labor, uh, we kind of like, right when I had the baby, my cousin, everybody was kind of like, oh my God, what happened? And it was already a lot of stuff going on in our family because my mom wasn't around. Mm-hmm. And so um, we just kind of up and moved. I remember us just moving to Fresno, like within a week. Wow. So, <laughs> you know, I, now that I'm older, I'm like, hmm, that's weird about how we just kind of left, right? Yeah. So we, um, so, and there was like a little time um, that I spent there um, and, uh, and then, long, just, and then coming back up north, a lot of stuff happened in between. Anyway, fashion was something that I was kind of um, into. I was really into thrifting. I love to express myself through, like, you know, dated clothing. And I would make up stories as to, like, the people that lived in the clothing before me. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of like my, my thera- therapeutic yeah, it was way your, it was your uh, out. staying strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, as a young girl. And um, aside from, like, prayer, because that was, like, really what got me through everything and so um long story short I ended up moving back out here um I was in a city um a little outside of the bay and was 
more family members, and then I came back. Went to I, I, my schooling, my school education was very spotty. I literally completed like eighth grade. Like when I tell people, I'm like, I have an eighth grade education. Education, they're like, what? And I'm like, that is the last grade that I remember 100% completing. Wow. Um, yeah. And so I, I tried to go to high school. I would try, but I was so behind in credits and like those little continuation schools. It just it just never really worked. And so I went to um, junior college in um, uh, Richmond, Hunter Costa College. And I was going there for a little while. And um, and then I just decided, let me just get a job. So I ended up, you know, everyone was working for Pacific Bell back then. All my kids were like, I remember at one point they had like this opening where you could just refer family members and they just had to interview. They had to go through the testing process. So I remember I kind of squeezed in that door. And I was, you know, commuting to work every day on the, on the, um, 80, on the, um, what's the freak, the 80 yeah. and, and the, you know, Walnut Creek through it. And so I remember being in traffic and my mom and I would commute together because she worked, by then my mom is back, just okay. by the way, it's a long, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> and so, um, but I'm, <laughs> and so we're commuting on the freeway and I'm like, mom, this is miserable. This is, I can't yeah. live this life. This is it's not, not this very fashionable either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like, this is like, this is not for me. No. And so I would say that every day, and I really, I was really bad with time management. I was always late to work. I was always <laughs> final. So anyway, so I was like, I'm going to move to LA. I'm going to do some like acting and some styling. And that was like, I was like, I'm just going to go. And so one of the supervisors that I became friends with, she was older than me. She was like, like maybe like in her mid twenties, 25, 26 at that time. She was really and old. And I was, <laughs> you know, I was younger. Yeah. I was like 18. I mean, you know, I was a lot younger, right? Yeah. I was probably barely 18. And so I was talked her into moving to LA. Oh. Like, Let's go to LA. You know, you can start all over and we, you know, this and this and that. And she was like, "Let's do it." Why not? Two crazy girls. Let's do it. it <laughs> crazy. And she was, you know, more responsible. Like she had like the good credit. She had the job, and like she was the one that can kind of get a stable, right? So right. it was like I was like, "Good." She she took the lead, yeah. right? But I got the plan, and so. <laughs> So we ended up moving, and um, I left my daughter for, like, a couple months just, like, kind of get situated. I think I left for my sister for, like, two months. And then um, I came back, got her, and then um, I moved to North Hollywood. And it was just, like, there where I just kind of created, like, this whole, like, um, this whole new life for myself where I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And um, I, I, I eventually, I, originally I wanted to own a thrift shop. Um, that was, like, my goal. I always loved vintage and uh, clothing, old yeah. stuff. And so I had the name picked out and all of that, and um, and then people started to call me Taylor. So I was like, okay, this is my new thing. Like, this is everyone's gonna call me Taylor. No one's gonna call me by my God-given name. So I'm not gonna tell you guys on here. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but I was just like, so Taylor is actually my maiden last name. Okay. Oh wow. Um, okay. okay. Now I'm curious. Right. So it was kind of like. <laughs> so are we right, gonna have to? Like I, I, I became. <laughs> are we gonna have to like? No, I'm not gonna say it. Offline, we we don't no. tell us your real name. <laughs> I hate when people call me that. It, it pisses me off. It's like, oh. it's like a way to make me mad. We're right. clear. We're clear. We're clear. We're clear. We're clear. So it was like this new like version of my life was able to start from like moving here, and so I did you know extra work. I did this and did that. Did styling. Um, I went to, I, and eventually I, I signed up for fashion school, um, and then I, I dropped out of that because it was intense. And and then I just opened up the store. By this time, I was in a relationship, and so you know things were. It was it was a, something that we could do that I was able to do financially um, mm-hmm. because there wasn't that um, 
uh, I wasn't on my own anymore. Yeah. Um, and so I opened up the store there and it just kind of, that's kind of where everything started going. And I ended up back here because we kind of went through a separation years later and, um, I was going to open up another business with some of my cousins in Oakland and that didn't work. So we still have the location that, um, my ex and I had secured. So I said, Hey, let's just make it a boutique, you know, and you know, it's small, the rich teeth. And I can, you know, inventory from my shop here in L.A., and that's basically how I ended back out here. Um, I would come out here, and I would be in the store sometimes. Plus, I was going through a separation, so my transition was so serious, and I was just, like, happy to be away. Yeah. And, um, and he wouldn't leave the house, you know. So um, I would be there. And um, the customers, I just fell in love with them. They were so different than what I was familiar with. Um, I had a predominantly, like, white audience yeah. in L.A., and they were, like, all really fit small and shape and like mm. and I used to have to spend all my time building them up and like these women you know that were already like in such great like conditions um shape and, and I would constantly be building them up to get them to spend with me and I came out here and I had these women that were just like so confident yeah. and I loved it I was like oh my god this is so different like I, I want this type of customer <laughs> but she doesn't care what I think you know right. like, she has this beauty within and so it was like a complete um opposite from what I was familiar with. And so I fell in love with it and I found joy. And then I just, all of a sudden I was like, you know what, I'm going to just start to be out here. So after a while I was living both places. Um, he, I was there and here back and forth cause I owned a house out there. So I was back and forth for, um, for some years, um, until I sold the house and actually ended up becoming like moving permanently back to Oakland. And so, um, I, I would throw Taylor J pieces in my store every now and then, um, the store was uh, was very small, and I always struggled with getting inventory because, you know, at this point, it went from being, like, a fun, cute boutique lifestyle that I had in L.A. to being, like, survival. Right. I mean, like, I had to survive here. This is how I was living. I was not, I was you know, going through divorce, and I had nothing. And all I had was, like, okay, I know how to connect with women. I pick out clothing that I think they, they, they like, the style, and it's comfortable, and it holds longevity. So that was basically how I lived and survived. Um, and so it, when I would every now and then come through with the Taylor J pieces, which Taylor J originally was originated in LA, like the very ending of my stay in LA, probably around 2012. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I'm a, you know, self-taught designer, so I have no training in design. That is just just crazy. (sighs) Like none at all. And I was like, I need to make a dress that can go from like, cause I was, I I gained weight really quickly. Like I, I left that part out. But I, like, like, um, I same too. Taylor, and same. I was, like, I was so small, right? And I went from being really small, like size two, four, maybe, to like a size 11, 12 within like months. So my body shifted like really fast. Wow. And it was like, oh man, this is like, I went from one body to the next. And I didn't really know what to do or how to even dress for that dress body. It, yeah. So yeah. Just for me having relationships and dealing with women in the store, I was like, what can I make that work with women no matter what? So like, you're not fighting to chase that old body. You're right. not comfortable. You're not pissed. I mean, you know, all these different emotions we right. feel when our bodies um, change. Right. And so that's when I came up with this, like the style like the Dolman dress style. And so, um, I didn't really still know much about it. I just was like, okay, this is a good style. Um, and I made some other patterns and only I wore them. Like I had the samples, but in the Bay, I would do the dresses whenever I could find a seamstress or a sewer because yeah. I, you know, I don't sew. Um, and so I, um, 
so basically I would notice that, oh my God, after a couple of years, I'm like, they always come back talking about those Taylor J pieces. Oh. Like, that's what they're always giving me memories about, you know, like, or, or I would have on a sample a piece and they say, what is that? And then it was like around 2014 where I was like, okay, you know what? I need to try this out. Yeah. And so I started, you know, I, I met this group of people here. I met a woman um, and then she introduced this other woman that is um, pattern maker into, she has um, production experience and, you know, she's, she's seasoned and um, all of that. So she started to teach me some things. And I remember our first session, she taught me how to cut fabric. Taylor, real quick, I have a question for you. So that is like, I love that because that cho- shows true collaboration because you knew what you weren't good at and you found the people who right. actually could help you do it. And I think that that, you know, we talk about that a lot on this podcast because I believe sometimes right. you feel like you have to be good at everything. And that's where the competition no. between woman and woman happens. You know, like you're like, well, she's good at that. And yep. you forget that, like, it's OK if you're not good at it. If she's good at it, let her run with it and watch. You right. know, I really do believe that that's where we can empower one another. I believe that, too. And I've said, I would say that's one of my strong um, strength. My strengths is that. I if I don't I don't want to be good at something that I'm not good at. <laughs> I don't even want to try. Like, exactly. I want to let someone take ownership. You know, like hey, do you and let me thrive in the, the areas where I I'm strong. You know, and yeah. um, still to this day, she's still my friend. We still work really close, and she's seasoned, and I respect her. And she's um, whenever I have a really tough production or like um, a question, I always I don't even think twice about asking her. You know, like I there's no shaming me like oh my gosh you don't know that yet and you know I, I know she knows and she yeah. can give me an accurate That's answer awesome. and I refer her to a lot of people that are starting out I send her um, a lot of business and so um that, long story short, that's how Taylor J kind of started I was like let me work on this because this inventory thing it wasn't boutiques weren't like special edition type of situation it wasn't like uh, a unique thing anymore everyone yeah. opened up the shop so it wasn't it wasn't so unique anymore and so it was harder to sell and so I um kind of learned more about that and one summer I think I sold like 200 dresses and I was like oh my god I could do this let me learn more about this and so that in 2015 I I, I retired I closed the shop up I actually kind of handed it off to my brother and I got an office space and I was like let me figure Taylor J out and so it really like organically grew from me like figuring it out one one item at a time and customers being like loyal to it and saying hey that worked for me I, now I want that and hey I want to bring my friend and my coworker and my sister and it's always been like a very natural um uh, source of growth mm-hmm. and um and that's pretty much how you know we are here right now and I've collaborated with um other business owners in Oakland uh, one of my partners um he has a shoe store and we partnered and I've I've joined him in a space on Grand, which opened me up to a whole nother audience in Oakland, you know? Right. Um, and and it's just kind of been that, that's kind of been the, the organic, I say God's blessing. Yeah. That's how I feel because I've, mm-hmm. I've never had any funding. I have no investors. I've never used a credit card for Taylor J. And I'm like, so like, like just me owning the, everything and like kind of wrote, pushing through my own little cash flow. That's basically how we funded the company other than um, me doing a crop fund last year where we raised, of money um in 30 days but it's been it's been a, a really like um organic flow and i think that because the clothing speaks to women in so many different languages um in their uh, their lives it's just made it to where they, they commit to the brand 
even before they even know me or know my story, I think that just kind of makes them feel a little bit more connected when they discover yeah. that. But um, and I like yeah, I so like, that's pretty much how Taylor J. I like the fact that your clothes like they they you know kind of fit you like they fit the woman like we just did an episode you're a new mom now what and it just launched today and we were kind of laughing about it because I'm like in that episode we talk about like your body changes right like you know some people maybe not but for me like my jeans didn't fit the same and you know and it was like to figure out what you wanted to wear just is so frustrating I think sometimes for yeah for women it's like we're always trying to be something better like we're trying to you know be skinnier or you know be more fit or and I think that's great but at the same time like our bodies change every day and I think you talked about that a little bit at um, Nabu when we when you had that event where it's like certain times of the month, you're a little bit puffier than others, you know? Well, I think it was good too, when you were talking about being in LA and everyone is so thin and fit, but they're still, they don't love their bodies. Not confident. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really not crazy thing. Yeah. It's not about the size because I've seen, I have friends that work out their fitness instructors and they still don't, really love their bodies and there just gets to a point where you have right. to really live in the skin you're in, you know? Mm-hmm. In all stages. And I just, I mean, I used to be a professional diet um, person. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> Phyllis decided this year she wasn't doing that anymore. Yeah. After 60, I was like, right. this is my body. I'm tired of dieting. <laughs> I used to call her water girl because she'd go on her diets and I'd be like, you're no fun to be with because you don't eat or drink anything. It sucks. <laughs> and it's so miserable not eating. I know. I mean, I mean, and I love food. To go out and eat? Me too. I'm like, it's a happy place. It's a happy yeah. place where we can So one of the things um, I... I was curious, like when you were talking earlier and you were saying, so you would cut a pattern when you first started, you just took it to a seamstress. So like, did you have just a couple of pieces of clothing? And then from there, like you had to find a manufacturer at some point, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like in the very beginning, I went through, um, I found, you know, people that could sew, that would sew for me. Um, I, I, I found a small factory, um, in LA from one of my friends. I'll never forget. She was like, I love Cammy. She was the first person that taught me how to put things on the website. Mm-hmm. And she, she introduced me to her, her factory, um, in, uh, Los Angeles mm-hmm. in the Valley actually. And that was my first run in with the factory. And it was crazy because they had pit bulls in their front yard. <laughs> and oh. the factory was in the um, back. But they were super cool. I, I'm grateful to them to this day. Yeah. But they were, uh, it was, Every time I go there, like, those pimples were vicious. <laughs> You're like, I might get killed like, for this oh. today. <laughs> You're really working right. for that I'm clothing, like, girl. <laughs> yes. I mean, and I, 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 I learned something from every person that I touch hands with. Like, I like I would learn from them. I would learn. They would tell me things. Um, even my current factory, I mean, the, the wife of the owner, she's the owner, too. She's just been so, like... She teaches me so many things. She yelled at me, but she, <laughs> but she teaches me so much. <laughs> like, I swear. Um, but I've learned so many things from just people. And, and I'm always, I'm never afraid to ask questions. Um, and I'm never afraid to show people that I don't know something. That's never been something that I've been afraid of. I'm not, I, I don't shame of that. You know, I'm like, I feel like, okay, God is going to make sure I speak to the right person. So, mm-hmm. like, they can handle me with care. And it's, you know, and I get the right 
the yeah. right yeah. soul that's going to um, benefit, yeah. you know? Right. So Your I, steps are ordered, for sure. <laughs> Your steps yeah, are definitely yeah. ordered. <laughs> Um, did anybody tell you yes. you couldn't do this, Taylor? Was there anybody that you had like naysayers? Um, because I know that, you know, as entrepreneurs, like there's so many people that are like, well, that's hard. How are you going to do that? Can you, you know, so who, who did you have a naysayer and, and how did you like combat that, that attitude that they had? Um, I would say, <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a Virgo, first of all. So <laughs> like I get fuel from any negative, like, approach like if someone it makes me feel a certain way um I, I never had anybody directly tell me I couldn't do anything but I definitely had people who didn't really take me serious yeah. um and I recall especially it's so funny um just in Oakland itself I recall many people that I tried to work with that because I had a store in East Oakland on MacArthur which was not as gentrified yeah that's not that's street. not the greatest it, neighborhood <laughs> No, it wasn't just a fire back then, you know, like it is now, but yeah. then it wasn't. And I remember like they didn't, nobody there knew that I had a beautiful store in, um, in Sherman Oaks on Ventura Boulevard, you mm-hmm. know, like they didn't know that I was like right there next to, uh, what's the name? Lisa, whatever her name is. Oh, Lisa, Lisa Renna. Her boutique. Uh, yeah. Her boutique was a block from mine. Yeah. Nobody Belle Gray. Really knew my <laughs> history. Yeah. Know it. You know? Yeah, exactly. And Phyllis is a fashion girl, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I know, because she picked the name right away. (laughs) I know my clothes, girl. (laughs) You you know yourself. I like it. But I didn't want to, I didn't go in, I didn't come into anything telling people, oh, I own a five-bedroom house. Um, Oh, I have a store. You know, like, I, it's like, it's not where you've been, it's where you're at. And at that moment, I had nothing. I had the house, but I had the husband in it that wouldn't leave. And I had, (laughs) you know, nothing. Like, yeah. I literally had, I was, like, homeless in Oakland. Like, I wow. didn't have, I left my car. My daughter was there in high school. And so I would come here, and I just was, like, trying to build, and I was in this crazy transition. But people judged me, and the same people, some of the people that are now, oh, Taylor J, those are the same people that wouldn't even reply back to my email. Wow. Like, they just didn't really, I wasn't fit for that. So yeah. I take it out of the way, and, like, people are very, like, judgy in, like, where they think you are or what you're doing. And so, um I'm fine by it. I'm like a proud underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We have this thing in my, we have this, this saying in my office and it says, uh, I'm not for everybody, you know, and that's okay. And I, and I've had to get comfortable with that too, because I feel like, you know, I, I do, you know, of course you want to be accepted by people, but at the same time, it's like, once you're past the point of like, I'm not for everybody, then you just kind of are like, okay, like that's okay. You know? Right, and you just own it, and you just be the, you know, the best, and, and again, you know, it's like, I, even if someone told me I couldn't do anything, I mean, if I really want to do it, I'm going to do it, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't really care what people think, I'm going to have that kind of personality, yeah. um, I, I don't care, you know, enough. That's awesome. Um, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't even affect me. <laughs> so I have a question for you as well, what would you, what advice would you give now to your 22-year-old Taylor J. Self? Oh my God, 22 year old self, I would advise me to go to school for this. I would, or, or sit under someone and learn. Mm-hmm. I would spend, I would spend like 10 years just, you know, building and learning and sitting under someone who's seasoned and can teach me a lot, like a mentor. Yeah. And, um, and, and I would not, you know, uh, I wouldn't try to just jump out there so quick. Um, because I would never want to burn out, but I would just, you know, I would just want to take my time and 
and find people that know things and kind of just putting my time and working under someone okay. because you can learn so much and from other people and that that's what I would tell my 22 year old self and I would uh, save all my money every dime yeah, <laughs> I think that's good too that's really good advice because I think as you're when you're younger you know you don't realize that you know what you spend your money on can really cause issues later on in the future. So that's really good advice. Your, um, what about her? Uh, I wanted to ask uh, about your daughter. What, what, what is your, how old is your daughter now? Oh yeah. My daughter, she's 25 years old. And what does she do? um, (laughs) Is she your partner? Is Um, that correct? Yeah, she is. She's like my forced partner. Oh, <laughs> my forced partner. We have daughters too, and they kind of have to be our forced partners as well sometimes. I'm telling you, you got to do it. You're forced in this. There's no way. She's, she's probably like, so, so proud so of you. <clears throat> You're- she is, and you know what? She's she, she's an esthetician, so she does have her own passion. She's yeah. very uh, she's very you know she's she's a product from what I went through, and yeah. then she's got her own story too. So she's a very she's she's. My daughter, um, she's got her own story, so I don't talk about her story right. much. But she, um, she uh, is really involved in church. She came out here to move out here. She moved out here a little over two years ago, mm-hmm. um, and she's very passionate about um, empowering women. Like she's really like kind of deep in that, and that's her goal. And mm-hmm. she does. Um, she's a, a esthetician, so she's really into uh, that. Her thing. So she wants to more so incorporate that world it's a Taylor J and, I, and I'm fine with that um because I you know I think it's all they all kind of come together right self-care healing and comfort right yeah um, but she runs the shop right now and that's like she's good in that area she's good with like um you know dealing with customers she likes people a lot she's more social she's an only child so she likes to socialize with people um and she's a really good salesperson. Oh, that's awesome. Like, really. And it's a pop-up shop, am I correct, <laughs> yeah. right now? It's it's not a standing store. It's a pop-up shop that you have currently, right? Is that correct? Yes, it's, okay. it's an actual space. Uh-huh. And um, we have options to keep it. Um, but we've been there for a couple months. Uh, we've been there for four months now already. Okay. Since July. Um, so and we're there until the top of 2020. So, and then we'll decide if we're going to, you know, what we'll do from there. We're still kind of testing it out. But it's a, it's a uh, physical location in Oakland on Broadway, um, and you go in there, it's all Taylor J pieces. Sometimes we have limited styles that are just for the state, and we carry a couple other small designers, like uh, makers, uh, not clothing, but just like products or accessories. Jewelry and that kind of thing? Do you carry yeah. jewelry in the store, too? Actually, no, we don't have, we only have a little bit of jewelry. I'm not really, I don't really push jewelry. I Taylor J, I mean, it's crazy, but Taylor J is mainly just Taylor J. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of stuck on ourselves in that space, no? Yeah, well, you should be. You should be. And you're, so your motto says, simplify your life by simplifying your wardrobe. And I love that because I do feel like when we get ready in the morning, sometimes it's kind of difficult to figure right. out what am I going to put on. So I love that motto for sure. And I mean, I thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I think just bringing awareness to, you know, what you've been through and the journey that you've gone on and how, you know, even when you are going through the worst, how somehow things just somehow work out, you know, that God is just like sovereign in that, you know, and I don't know if you know this, but 
our verse for this podcast is Job 23.10, which says, for when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. And I feel like our guests that we have had on lately have just exemplified that because it's so true. You know, we've all gone through our journeys and been tested. And um, I thank you so much for being on the show today. And can you tell us where they can find you on Instagram, the location of your store and your website? Sure, yes, and thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, my Instagram is, um, our Instagram is ShopTaylorJ, um, and our website is um, TaylorJCollection.com, and, you know, TaylorJ, J-A-Y, and uh, Facebook, it's all the same, it's all TaylorJ, um, and if you're locally in the Bay Area, if you come to Oakland, we have a pop-up, um, and that is at 2355 Broadway in Oakland, and um, yeah, That is awesome. Well, thank you so much. And 24 Carat Tribe, we hope you enjoyed listening to Taylor J today and her sharing her story. And we encourage you to go visit her store, go on her website, check her out on Instagram. And don't forget to like and subscribe 24 Carat Conversations and go on our Instagram and check us out and subscribe as well. 24 Carat Conversation Podcast. And until next time, 24 Carat Tribe, spark along. Bye, peeps. Bye.